Hey, everyone, and thanks for joining our September edition of our monthly leadership podcast on Leading His Leaders. I'm your host, Avery Nesbitt. Hey, today we are joined from the sunny Berkeley, California, with our special guest, Josh Levine. He is the executive director and co-founder of Culture Labs X and the author of the brand new amazing book, uh, Great Mondays, uh, How to Design a Company Culture that Employees Love. And you are going to really love him. And Josh, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thanks, Ari. I appreciate you asking me on. Hey, so listen, I picked up your book. It was one of those, and you might also love on Amazon. And oh, cool. All right. That's working. Yeah. That's how I stumbled <laughs> across it. And I picked it up. And uh, a day and a half later, I had read it and already uh, told several of my friends, you have to read this book. Um, it was an amazing, very easy to read, very practical uh, book. And I reached out to you as a brand new book published like this year. And you were just quick on the, yeah, let's connect and talk. So um, I really want to dive dive into this and what you have to say and just kind of the experience that you have come from. So the book itself, Great Mondays, How to Design a Company Culture Employees Love. Off the bat, I just want to find out why culture? Why did you zero in on culture? Why not how to design a company leadership team or a company talent management yeah. system? You know, why did you hone in on culture as the thing that will draw employees, team members to really want to be a part of your organization? Yeah, and and I'll, I'll start off by saying I haven't gotten that question before because wow. it's just so I don't know it's like right there or something but like yeah. it's such a good question and uh, so I'm really glad that we get to talk about it um, so the business world forget business world the world yeah is speeding up so we have this incredible acceleration of all of these things that are happening in our lives and I don't know if you feel it but I feel the anxiety pushing down on me around like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm already behind. I woke up and I'm checking my emails and I'm yeah. doing whatever it is. And the, 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 you know, okay, so we've got technology driving that. And technology is we've got the computers move faster. We can do more things. We're going to make 5G. But all these things are about networks and and being yeah. connected and what that means being connected with one another and all these things being it's like it's just changing the world society and business more specifically so what i have observed in my practice is traditional management structures are failing us mm. so if we think about command and control top down I have an executive team and then managers, and then we've got our em employees. I'm going to tell you what to do, and they're going to tell you what to do, and they're going to tell you what to do. It's uh, it's not fast enough. It doesn't it doesn't serve the the goal of the business well enough anymore. We don't have time for that, and so most because most businesses are doing this. They're trying to keep up by just saying work faster, right? which I think you'll probably agree is an unsustainable and probably not even a very useful way to frame it, right? Work more, work faster. Yeah. 
So what we need to do is actually enable the people inside of our organization to do the best work that they can. And what that means, right? Work smarter, not harder. Right. Maybe you've heard, right? That means is I need to be able to be empowered to be the best person that I can be. If I am given the resources, the autonomy, the support, the expertise, and the leadership that I need, I can make better decisions faster. So let me then take the next step and say, how do we enable this change? The way that we create a business, a community that provides all of these amazing things that and, and draws in the right kind of people that are motivated to achieve the common goal that we're looking for, that's all done through culture. Yeah. Culture is this platform on top of which business runs. Culture is the cause and effect, and this is what I define in my book, Culture is the cause and effect of every decision that we make. Wow. So my journey has really been from a helping organizations try to make these brand promises to engaging them in a way that is more sustainable and saying, hey, if you are able to set a vision for the organization, establish your values, determine what kind of behaviors and choices you want. That's your job. That's, that's the job. You've got to incentivize those choices. Yeah. That is how we're going to make that shift. You can't just all of a sudden say, okay, everybody, self-managed, go. <laughs> right? Like it doesn't, it's just not going to, you need to actually go to the root of this. And so the root is really about the the underlying um, system that that we can start to consider and start to think about more broadly and say, how do I help my employees make better decisions? Well, let's, I mean, they need to be, number one, take care of the basics. They paid a fair wage. Yeah. They need to be healthy. Okay, so these are not new things. They need to have good relationships at work. They need to have great leadership and vision. They need to be able to understand that what they're investing today is something that's going to help them tomorrow. Right. They need to understand that they're working with a group of people who can be trusted. So all of these things, if you think about how do you support these people, and the reason why I got into this 10 years ago I saw this as a huge opportunity, and not only a huge opportunity, but my life's mission is to really help people be more fulfilled through the work that they do. And so when I work with organizations, that is what I'm trying to do is help them help their employees become more fully themselves, be supported, showing up. And that is why it's all about culture and not team building or leader. It's, it's, it is the, because if you don't fix culture, not, everything else is a band-aid. Wow. It's, 
back to that definition that it is the cause and effect of every decision that you make. Everything else is sort of built on top of that. So you're saying it's your your, your leadership mm-hmm. elements, your recognition elements, your all of those elements are built on this how we behave, what we do with each other all day um, while we're here. Well, we are in relationship all day long, and it doesn't it it doesn't matter how many algorithms you're running, how right. many servers that are you know it's like. It's about the people and and how we work and affect one another. So you met, you tapped into something that you I don't hear a whole lot from a lot of people is fulfillment. Um, that mm. and, and that one phrase that you said, it's about the people. Like I hear it's about the results. It's about the return. It's about you know what's accomplishing mm-hmm. the goal. Yeah. I think it's about the people. Yeah. Yeah. It's about them being fulfilled. What role? do team leaders what role do um, organizations have in helping people reach fulfillment yeah that's a good question um so let's be clear businesses are not responsible for their employees happiness right it's good businesses are not responsible for people's happiness that is the individual's job it's good however However, when you have a a culture that is um, aligned, you're able to attract and retain, bring together teams of people that are excited to to work towards something together, Mm -hmm. to work towards something together. They're excited about that. Yeah, and they are engaged in that, and they want to achieve that. Not everybody's purpose, not every company's purpose is going to align with you know every other. It's not like you can just sign up with any company and you've got a great leader and you're excited about it. Yeah. You need to search for that alignment with your own self. That's good. And so, when we're talking about fulfillment, we're talking about doing something worthwhile. And the more worthwhile you believe it is, the more fulfilling it is. And you're willing to put in that work. I'm not saying that if you get a great job, it's going to be easy. <laughs> right. No, you're working hard. you got to work hard. Yeah. And that, that, is, that is how a job can become fulfilling. That's good. I like how you're saying that, that, is, and, that it's the organization's job to create a culture that offers you fulfillment, but it's also our job to seek out an organization that aligns with our, with our vision, with what we want to do. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, not just exactly free. Well, in, yeah. in the time that we have left, like I said, I, I devoured this book, just the way you explain these concepts that are right in front of us, but you put them in a language that is accessible. That's what that is. That's what that is. Um, you break it down mm-hmm. into sort of what makes an organization's culture. And I've taken it down as far as I could. What makes a team's culture? What makes a group's culture? There's these little subcultures within organizations, yep. but those tenets yep. stay the same. Um, the, the last two within the book that I found uh, the most impactful were rituals and cues. 
and we won't have time to get into all of it, but I'd love for you to, and this is for you watching, this is almost like a little little sample of what's what's ahead of you. I'd love for you to <laughs> exactly. a little bit of the high level view of rituals and cues within our culture and how they define the culture. Right. So the, the, the book goes into details around an entire system, six components. So you're asking about the last two. Yeah. So rituals are how we build and strengthen relationships and relationships are the synapses of culture. That's good. When you have an organization that grows beyond a certain size, let's say 50 to a hundred people, you, uh, each individual has, it takes a certain amount of energy to have a relationship, to know other people. Yeah. And beyond 50 or a hundred people, you just don't, you just don't have the time or the energy to actually know all those people. And so what happens is organizations grow 500, 5,000, 50,000, whatever it is, you get subgroups, which is fine, totally fine. But what you don't want is for those subgroups to evolve their own cultures that are not serving the larger vision. And so rituals are how an organization can help break down those barriers that emerge as an organization grows. So that's a that's what a ritual is, and I'm giving there's a in the book I've defined four different kinds of rituals, right? Styles or flavors of rituals, um, but you know I think there's there's sort of this big the the big once a year ritual is like the the holiday party, right? So that's a that's an example of a ritual. So you already know you already know what a ritual is. It's just a matter of actually dialing that, or like the company softball team. But right. then you can also think about other ways to like get people together that aren't normally together. So a lunch and learn or, you know, getting folks to, um, you know, connect in different groups uh, during a different facilitated workshop or something like that. Right. So those are, that's what we're trying to do is create those, those relationships in order to build and strengthen, create those scenarios in order to build and strengthen relationships. Yeah. Cues the last one that you asked about, those are reminders of why we're here. Hmm. So I talked at the very beginning about getting everybody together for this a journey that we're on, right? We're all headed towards this purpose, the peak of the mountain. But every, every, every job has its uh, banalities of emails mm-hmm. and budgets and quarterly deliverables and whatever it right like everybody we got all that stuff we're going to get bogged down in that i know it's not realistic to think like yay every minute of every day i'm excited about what i'm doing and so what we want to do is we want to establish physical behavioral and digital reminders to help people remember why they're here and it can be everything from, and again, this one, you already know this one, where it's like if you've ever been, visited a large corporate headquarters or even a medium or small one, they might have that vision statement or mission statement up on right. the wall. Yeah. So that's a perfect example of a cue that mo- many folks have. But is it impactful? Is it effective? Maybe, maybe not. How do you actually implement those with more and more distributed workforces? Right. And you have to think about how else you might keep people connected to both that long-term vision as well as 
some of the shorter term aspirations for your team. One of the examples I give in the book is maybe instead of a, uh, you know, turning this idea of the employee of the month on its head and have a customer of the month. Because mm. I know from the leaders that I hear, it's like they get, you know, in larger organizations, you get so much, you get really um, separated from that customer. You don't, you're kind of involved in your thing, but ultimately that's what you're doing it for. You're serving another human and you're helping them. So how do you actually break? Oh, okay. This is, this is the person that I'm doing this work for. Those are, you know, and, and there's like so many that I've not even thought of, right? This is, this is part of the design. It's a creative exercise. You've got to imagine new ways to keep people, keep your team, even if you're not the CEO, if you're the manager, or even just part of a team, you can create and, and start to shift your own culture. Yeah, uh, that to me is is the power of this. You can't just say, "Well, my leaders don't. They, they don't care, so I'm not. I'm just waiting for someone else to do it." It's right. not about that. You've got to. Uh, in the book, I misquote Gandhi and say that you've got to be the culture change that you want to see in the world, <laughs> and and that's right. And so that that is the. Um, you know, that's the mandate that I'm hopefully sharing with the world in, in this book and hopefully with this podcast, which is like, it's your responsibility to step up and be part of that culture and, and make that change that you want to see. What kind of organization do you want to work for? It's not easy, but it is it is a worthwhile endeavor. That's amazing. Yeah, those were the ones that, and the words I put to it, those are the ones that were seemingly the most invisible. You don't you don't feel those all the time, but they're the most impactful. Mm. I don't always feel the yeah. ritual. It's just something we do, but it's yeah. it this impact. I don't always, oh, that's a cue. I don't use those words, but it's the most impactful. Let's be, let's be intentional about it. This is yeah. my, when I first got into thinking about culture, it was, people were like, it's fuzzy. I don't really know what it is. And this is what I wanted to do is I wanted to put some edges on it and be able to have a conversation with people and say, you can actually manage excuse me, manage for this. You can actually, this is a business, a serious business tool that needs to be really uh, approached with the rigor and uh, prioritization of any of the other business functions, finance, IT, operations. This is, this is not just like a, oh, I'm going to ask the front desk person to Make sure everything's feeling a little fun around here, right? right? Turn up the music. Yeah. That's not what this is about. This is this is a real business tool to engage people and to improve the, the bottom line at the end of the day. Yeah. Josh, thank you for uh, speaking with us to, to today. This is this has been great. Thank you. Absolutely, Avery. Thank you for having me on. Hey, for everyone listening, um, I told you this was going to be amazing. You can pick up Great Mondays at uh, where where great books are sold. Uh, I got mine on Amazon, so there's that. Uh, hopefully, uh, you you pick it up and you can leave comments. You can join us on leadingasleaders.com for additional content. And hopefully, something we've said today helps you as you're leading as leaders. Thanks, everyone.